Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to another bonus episode of the Big Boo Cast, this time with Kim Spradlin-Wolf. Kim is fascinating to Melanie and to me. She is a former Survivor champion, like the television show. She won Survivor, which is kind of a next level thing. And now she works as an interior designer. She has a new HGTV show, and she and Melanie are working on a project that they're going to tell you about in just a little bit. So we'll be back later in the week with our regular episode with 278. But for now, enjoy Kim. She's a delight. And we hope you love this little bit of bonus content from the Big Bootcast. All righty, y'all. Thanks for being here. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And today is the last of our bonus episodes that we are doing. And we are excited to have Kim Spradlin-Wolf with us today. Hi, Kim. Hi. I feel like every time I come onto a podcast, I feel like it's like that moment when you have to choose a song to like <laughs> come out to to bat and you're like supposed to say something hi. cool and I never know what to do. So right. hi. <laughs> no, you're good. If you had said something cool or had a song, you'd have been too cool for us. That's but, right. Uh, bring them out. Bring them out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so a little bit about Kim. If you're a Survivor fan, then you may know Kim is the winner of Survivor. And according to David Hudson, Sophie's husband, the best to ever play the game. The best yes. to ever play the game, he says. My like, new best friend, Sophie's <laughs> husband. I didn't know. Yeah, he he has never missed an episode of Survivor. He has seen every episode of every season. And even yesterday, he was talking about how dominant you were, how he didn't even know why they even finished the season, because it was clear from the beginning that you were the one who was going to win. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That makes me so happy. It's so mm-hmm. fun I, when I meet people that love the show and know, you know, it's not, you, you don't meet that many people that really like are Survivor geeks. And I would say like, I'm such a Survivor nerd too. And then like half the people light up and half the people are like look insulted. And <laughs> um, so anyway, but I do love that. I mean, I've been watching since college. It was so fun to go on just for that reason alone. It felt like you were inside of a, you know, a dream inside of a dream. Uh, um, well, okay. Well, your, your dream might be a little bit of a nightmare for Melanie and me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I know I'm, a lot of women say that to me and it I really, truly, I thought they were like being modest uh, initially because I was like, you're lying. Like everybody wants to go on Survivor. Um, basically. You know what would get me? This would, Here's what would break me down. And I know it from having watched the show. I know it because I know myself the first night that it rained and I was unable to sleep. And then you, you, you have to live in that wet sand. I'd be like, check, Uh please. I would like to go home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that part is, I mean, it's absolutely, people say, how was it really? It's absolutely miserable. (laughs) Is a total nightmare. And then there's something about me that likes that, I guess. Mm. I don't know what it is, but I, I, it's that, you know, it takes you to a total new low that for me, I'd never experienced in my whole life. 
Um, and I don't think most people do. I mean, it's just that uncomfortable mm, for that yeah. long. And, and it just feels so long, you know, like yeah. every minute feels like it's taking forever. So listen, I'm sad you, now. And this is, yeah. been, I just, I can't even imagine. <laughs> it's stressful. I'm thinking I'm somebody who has to put a clean pillowcase on my pillow every other night. Or I just, like, <laughs> so yeah, I just you, feel like the whole desert Island thing would really do me in. That would be, mm-hmm. that yeah. could be a struggle. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um, but so you're also the mom of three. You're a wife. Mm-hmm. You're an incredibly talented designer, and you have a new show on HGTV coming out March 30th called "Why the Heck Did I Buy This House," which I am so excited about. And so am I. <laughs> if y'all are a podcast listener, this is the show. Kim's show is the show where Perry did some landscaping. So um, I don't think Perry beyond Perry, Perry <laughs> saved the day on multiple occasions. I mean, truthfully, <laughs> Perry, Perry became one of those people, you know, that we were just so happy to see Perry because he, you know, we just we we started this thing. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited the show's finally coming out. We've we spent we started last March, and so you know, it's been almost a calendar year. Uh, since this whole thing kicked off, we had absolutely no idea what we were saying yes to. I mean, it, <laughs> it was really a total ass kicking tail kicking. Um, yeah. so <laughs> we, you know, we're so, it, there were just some people that, that I didn't even know. Well, I think I'd met Perry maybe once or twice in person, uh, just some people that kind of rose to the top as like the shining stars that just came in and really like night on a white horse rescued us. And Perry Schenkel was definitely one of those people. So look at their male. Listen, that's what he does. That's Perry. That's his, that's look his Perry Schenkel. He comes in that's and that's true for me for 30 years. So <laughs> <laughs> True. He could be on Survivor. He could be on Survivor. I think 100%. so. 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I definitely okay. think so. So let's get into, we've talked about Survivor, but like, so how did the HGTV show happen? Have you always yeah. been into design? Like, how did that all come about? No, so I'll try to make it the, you know, the, the, uh, somebody asked me this the other day and then I started talking about growing up and my mom was garage selling and I could watch their face. They were like, oh no, we somehow we got the long <laughs> life story version of this. Uh, <laughs> so I'll try not to give you that version. Um but my mom was like this crazy artist, right? And then my dad was a West, you know, West Texas high school football coach. We and we moved, they moved 16 times before I graduated from high school. So we were constantly moving to these like somewhat lackluster homes that mm. my, were not, my mom was not excited about and took creative freedom and gave us creative freedom in our room. So I do think my love of transformation of these spaces and, ha- and like kind of a recognition of how these houses made me feel. Uh, came super early for me. Um, but no, you know, I think, I don't know. I, I, I've met so many women now that are like so formally trained and I'm kind of beyond impressed. And I kind of feel like a little, you know, scrub puppy hanging on the back. Cause I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of figuring it out as I go, but I'm, I'm learning a lot really quickly. And I think I just started doing it for myself after I won the million dollars or $639,000 on Survivor <laughs> after taxes. Yes. Um, Brian and I bought a total, you know, a house that had never been touched that was built in the forties. And we just kind of started, you know, playing around and almost left each other, but we made it through that <laughs> and, and renovated this house. And it was, you know, we just got kind of like got in my blood you know? And so that started there. Friends started asking for help. I worked for like an incredibly talented designer that I still feel lucky that I got to 
just kind of observe like how this was all going down in a professional world. And then at some point just decided to set out on my own and see if I could make anything of it. And my first big project that I did was for a friend of mine that I had met on Survivor. She's from Charleston, South Carolina. And, and at the time she was on Southern Charm on Bravo. Oh, we're aware. We're aware. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know, we know all I, about this. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Yeah, so uh-huh. Chelsea Meissner, still one of uh-huh. my best friends to this day. Uh, and and she just kind of let me take on this house that she had just bought. It was a mess. And, and we, it just turned out super cool because she's really cool. And she didn't, you know, she didn't micromanage or like look over my shoulders. She kind of gave me creative license and it was in Southern living. And, you know, I think the, the high noon, the production company that, that filmed our show, they also did fixer upper, they did cake boss. I mean, they've got a really legitimate lineup of shows that they produced. They reached out and said, would you you know, be interested in having this conversation? And wow. of course I said, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but that was a long time ago. I mean, I think it's been three years now since they wow. first reached out to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time ago because you and I sat and had coffee and you told me right. about it. And that was long before COVID or anything. So totally. And I think even before I, I went back on Survivor for an all winter season a couple of years ago, and it was right before that. And okay. so it was all just kind of, you know, it all it's it's funny. My mother-in-law used to say, you know, I don't remember. Like I would ask her specific questions when I was in my 20s. And that really floored me that she couldn't remember the details about anything, but I'm starting to understand. I just don't remember any of the details of any of when any of this happened, but I know it did. And we're about to see it on TV. (laughs) So yeah, it really did. Because how many houses yeah. did y'all do? I remember it being fast and yeah. furious. It was crazy but for the so show. That, I think that's the main thing when people, you know, I, that's what I didn't realize. Like, obviously, I knew when we were starting, they they kind of handed us a production schedule and explained how we were going to do this. So, But I never realized when I was watching these home renovation shows that they were doing all the houses in that season at the same time. Yeah. So oh, for us, I didn't know that. I know it's, it's nuts. So we did seven houses in 24 weeks, essentially. And I think we were over, you know, our timeline by a couple of weeks, but they stagger start. And so at one point we had seven houses under construction at the same time in oh a gosh. building, you know, a materials crisis in a pandemic. And, you know, we weren't well, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's all right, I guess we're all okay. <laughs> no idea. How but and, but then Perry showed up. I know we've talked about this before, but in case you need a refresher, here is why Thrive Cosmetics is freaking amazing. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients, and they have clinically proven formulas that not only highlight your best features, but they actually improve your skin over time. Here are a couple of my favorites. I love Thrive Cosmetics Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a cream to powder highlighter eyeshadow stick and it brightens and it opens your eyes. It gives you an instant eye lift. This is my go-to product on a day when I don't really wanna wear makeup, but I still need to have a little something to highlight my eyes and not make them look dark. This foolproof highlighter is so easy to apply. It makes your eyes pop with the perfect wash of color and glow. And it comes in 13 universally flattering shimmering shades. So there really is a color for everybody. The lighter shades look good on everybody and they wake up your eyes. I like to use a lot of mine in the inner corner to give a little pop, but then they have darker metallic shades. So you can do an easy smoky eye, even if you don't really know how to do a smoky eye. My other favorite product is the Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream. This is 
like a holy grail for me now. It instantly lifts, it tightens, it brightens the look of the skin around my eyes, and it gives you this line smoothing hydration. It softens, it soothes, it moisturizes all of that really sensitive skin around your eyes while reducing the appearance of dark circles and puffiness to fight signs of aging and stress and dullness. And I love that Thrive Cosmetics has clean beauty standards. They don't use toxic ingredients, they're cruelty free, they never test on animals, and they have a bigger than beauty mission, which makes it's so much better to buy from them because for every product purchase, they donate to help women thrive, women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. I love that this is a beauty brand that goes beyond being skin deep. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash big boo. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash big boo for 15% off your first order. So are you, so you're trying not just to renovate, but also like to decorate and furnish all those houses at the same time. Right. And I think that's what makes it novel, right? Because normally you move in and you take your time, but you don't have to hang everything up and figure it all out. But we have to furnished stage and style to the nines, these seven houses. And like, you know, we had a couple of weeks where we revealed two of them at once. And, and then it's just, you know, the filming on top of that. So, I mean, long story, somewhat long, it was, you know, I think if we had known what it was going to look like, I don't know if we would have done it, but I think now <laughs> that we're done, we're super yeah. glad we did. And there were a lot of highs, you know, yeah. and we just laughed so hard about how, you know, funny and miserable everything was. Um, but here's, you know, it's like, you know, the, the people we met, the homeowners that signed up, showed up, like also said yes to this experience. They were all incredible, truthfully, like really kind of just rock solid people. Um, our builders were great. I mean, everybody just committed and didn't quit and like saw it through to the kind of bloody end and all the houses turned out fabulously, which blew my mind. And it was just such a, a, a goodness, you know, testimony oh. because it did all come together, even when it really looked like it wasn't going to. So I I'm super, to say. I can't wait to grateful. say, I love it. Well, the one, cause they've had the one, I guess, I don't know if you call it the pilot episode, but when yeah. they did like the little sneak peek and oh my gosh, it was so good. You're I, I knew I loved your style just from, I think from you did Chelsea's house and I've seen other things that you've done. You actually helped with my parents' house. And so um, I knew how much I loved your style, but it like the show came off so well because I'm, I'm not a big, I don't mean to, but sometimes HGTV shows I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But like it, it was so well done and it just captures you. And I felt like Brian, your husband, and just, it's just so cute. And your style, the first house was phenomenal. It made me so excited to see the rest. We just, we felt the same. We were really happy with it. And, and it's, you know, to film for that 24 weeks, never see a clip of footage have no idea what the creative part of that's going to look like for them to pull that together. We were really happy with, with how authentic it felt and how fun. So it makes us really excited to see the rest of them. Cause we haven't seen them either. We're just watching live with everyone else oh, wow. to see if we, you know, make a fool of ourselves. So exactly. Who do they cast as a villain? Is there conflict? <laughs> you know, I think that's the good thing is are you yeah. the Everyone, everybody's a hero on HGTV. That's <laughs> a good thing, you know. With Survivor, that's actually scary. You know, right, you're like, right. am I about to be the bad guy? Um, so yeah, 
Well, one of the things Melanie has mentioned to me, because she's told me about when you've had like a big warehouse sale and that kind of stuff. Isn't that right, Mel? When you yeah, went yeah. and, oh, yeah. and yeah. threw all the stuff out. But one mm-hmm. of the things she's told me is that you actually find a lot of the things kind of off the beaten path and in thrift stores and stuff like that. Do, do you know, like if let's say you're looking at one of these seven houses, do you have a clear picture in, in your head of kind of what you want the end result to be? Or do you kind of go on a little bit of an adventure and it just sort of evolves over time as you go? Gosh, into what a great, great question. I think, um, you know, as I do projects outside of the show, I love the layering process because mm-hmm. I think you get to like put something in and they go, okay, we maybe need something old or, uh, but with this, you know, it took a lot of like, just trusting and saying, okay, we're going to sit down and order this all at once. I love to go to round top, which is this antiques fair here. I go every show and it's just wild. I always say it's like burning man. But with yeah. antiques and fried pies and women in hats, oh, you know, it's like, yes. it's, uh, but it's just miles of stuff. And, and I think that is one of my favorite things to do. I mean, I grew up garage sailing, going to every estate sale. We hated it. We cried and begged not to go. And now <laughs> it's like, I can't wait. It's so ironic. Um, but I just, I love, you know, I love pulling things out. I love going into a, a you know, a crazy booth or field of stuff that other people think looks like crap and, mm-hmm. you know, finding a couple of really cool things and then bringing them and putting them in a special spot. So that, that's that. And I think just trying to figure people out is fun to me, you know, Yes, because, and trying to like read their mail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause I love when I go in somebody's house and it feels super eclectic and, and it looks different than anything you've seen because it looks mm-hmm. like them. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. That's the fun of it. Yeah. That's that. I love that when a house is a reflection of somebody's personality. So the matchy match stuff, like I admire sometimes how clean it looks and how organized mm-hmm. it looks, but I don't live that life. Like, no, <laughs> just, uh-uh. totally. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's so, funny that you say that. That was one of my biggest concerns of having to sit down and order everything at once mm-hmm. uh, was that it wouldn't feel collected yeah, and right. that I wouldn't get to like tell the story of who these people are. And so that was one of the cool things that that came out of this. And I'm really interested to see how it, how it translates on camera but you know my friends and my sister who were like helping me stage and style the houses they would come in from out of town Chelsea you know whoever at the time and they would show up and they'd be like the crazy thing about this is I feel like other shows when I watch them there is like a style like yeah you know you go okay well that's that show like it's clear that's clearly Joanna Gaines or that's clearly and they were like I just feel like all these houses like yes there's a common thread because it's like fun and there's color and there's wallpaper but they feel different. Like they don't all, I don't know if I'd know that the same person did all of them. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it'll be fun. But it's, it's, I, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think it was one of the things I loved and I've only seen, but from the show that I've seen, and then I got to see one of the houses in person mm-hmm. right before the reveal and to see how different the design styles were in both of them. I totally agree with that. I was like, this is what yeah. I love if it's not just one style. Like you wouldn't know the same person did both of these mm-hmm. because one was so eclectic and bright and just it, it looked like the owner and the other one did too, but they were so different, which mm-hmm. I love well, that. one of those families, like, you know, is from the country and, you know, had their like arrowhead collections and snakeskin art. And, you know, the other one has like feathers in her hair. And so oh, yeah. 
it's just, yeah, that honestly, though, I think that was the thing that I loved about Survivor. It was like trying to get inside of people's, you know, minds and figure out what's making them tick. And I think it's one of the things that will keep this from ever getting old to me, you know, mm-hmm. is that I just mm-hmm. get to kind of start over with new people and try to that. figure that out and like blow them away with it. Oh. So it's fun. It's so good. So what are you, if somebody said, okay, I have a room, I want to change. Like what, when do you go in, if you could do three things to a room, Mm -hmm. like what would your, what would your three things be? So good. Um, I think, you know, I think one of the big things I, I just, it's all the little subtle things that get me, you know, I think people Mm -hmm. go big, like they look for, and, and not that that's bad, but like, texture is a really big deal to me. Like I, I notice the, the wall texture a lot. So a lot of times I feel like, you know, in a, in a space that isn't quite feeling the way people want to feel like just going in and putting smooth texture on the walls instead of orange peel, Uh or, you know, if there's (laughs) some kind of old Mm -hmm. texture, like, you know, there were so many like texture fads. And so just coming in and putting smooth texture on, I think lighting is huge. Uh-huh. Um, when we go in and just swap out old cans, people immediately are like, whoa, that solves so many of my issues right there. We need to yeah. do um, that here. We need to do that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not hard to do. I mean, you know, they can just come in and change out the fixture. And I think sometimes that's just a good thing to do first, you know, because I think when the lighting's bad, everything feels bad. So I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times it's more like going, okay, what's broken, you know? And right. Because I, I sometimes think we don't know. We just know something doesn't feel right. So yeah. Um, you know, is it the furniture layout? Is it the lighting? Is it textures Is it the stuff, you know, whatever. I think wallpaper is amazing. I'm so into wallpaper. I'm sure I'll hate it in 10 years, but <laughs> I, I just want to put it everywhere. I'm kind of just like, I'm tired of just drywall, you know, so like paneling right. wallpaper, the lime wash, the paint, the plaster. I'm just really into all that. I think it makes it all feel so layered and textured and cool. What are some um, of your favorite wallpaper brands right now? Do you have a, do you have any? Oh that, yeah. Like, well, I have an, I have an absolute wallpaper obsession right now, but I'm not the only one. It's funny. I find something. I'm like, I discovered this. And then like two <laughs> weeks later, <laughs> two weeks later, anthropology has it. Lourdes, Georgia has it and I'm like, well, maybe I didn't discover this. Uh, so there's a, there's a wallpaper company from Britain. Uh, the, the, the parent company is Zoffany, but they have this particular collection that's called Morrison Co. And it just, it feels old and English, but in a really cool modern way, like the colors Mm. kind of pop. And there's another one called House of Hackney, similar vibe, but they're both have this, you know, just, it's a really cool, cool look. So that's my favorite right now. I'm really into it. And I love pairing that with like clean, simple, modern things. Um, That's awesome. It's Mm. fun. What I'm about to say to you may seem a little odd, but I am delighted today to talk to you about toilet paper. I sure am. We've all been through a tough time with toilet paper over the last couple of years. We've had some scarcity. We've had maybe a renewed sense of importance about making sure our toilet paper is stocked up in our homes. And that is one reason why I love and am so happy to tell you about Real Paper. Real Paper uses fast-growing bamboo in their paper products. And just like the grass on your lawn, bamboo regrows onto itself. So they're able to harvest the same plant over and over. And we really love this toilet paper. We actually subscribe to Real Paper. We pay for it with our own money. We get a shipment sent to our house every month. So I don't have to think about adding this to my grocery list or going somewhere and getting a really big package that I lug to my car. 
We love that this toilet paper is strong. We love that it's soft. I love that each roll is individually wrapped so it looks nice in your bathroom. You can set it up like you're at some kind of fancy hotel. And the convenience of the subscription is no joke. Real Paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door in 100% recyclable, plastic-free packaging, even the tape on the box. If you head to realpaper.com slash bigboo and sign up for a subscription using our code bigboo at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order and free shipping. That's R-E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R dot com slash bigboo or enter the promo code bigboo to get 30% off your first order and free shipping. Real paper is toilet paper and paper towels that change lives. You're gonna love it. Okay, so speaking of places that need help, we have a project mm-hmm. coming up and I'm super excited yeah. because you have decided to take on my master bedroom, which I guess this is going to make it official. Yeah, <laughs> we're really doing it. We're really doing it. See how I just committed you? Like I just, yeah. I'm like now it's official. Hey, that um, was strategic. It was, but I feel like people who have listened to the podcast, Sophie, how many years has I been, have I talked about, I need to do something with my master bedroom? A, a lot. solid six or seven. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> A long time. A long time. A long yeah. time. I remember one of the first things you ever told me about your bedroom was that you and Perry use different comforters. We do. This is true. I've seen it. <laughs> I've no, I haven't seen them in the bed with the comforters. I've seen the I've right. seen the comforters. Right. And yeah. I mean that and so that was that was 15 years ago when you were telling me about your separate comforter situation. Oh yeah. Yeah, because we've slept under separate comforters for 25 years, as long as we've been married. That's we've never That's, shared covering. Are y'all um, gonna sleep under separate comforters even after Kim redoes your bedroom? Oh, 100 percent okay, They're just gonna right. be they're gonna be nicer and more fashionable. But I that was one of the things when Kim was like, so let me I said, why don't you come look at it before you agree that you want to do it or whatever? And she was like, just leave it the way it is, just leave it. And so it really is like letting somebody like go through your underwear drawer. It's kind of like, okay, I'm here. Here it is in all of its ugliness with my college comforter on one side and my flannel duvet on the other. But um, anyway, so Kim, tell us what we're doing. What are we doing? I love it. This is funny. (laughs) Um, I, I, it is a vulnerable thing, right? Like having somebody come in and look at, yeah, that's the number I can, that's the thing that I think is so fascinating um, is just how people, you know, feel so vulnerable having somebody come and analyze everything about their house. um, This is a great room. It's awesome. It has beautiful wood floors and huge windows. And so here's the thought, our house uh, furniture, I don't know if y'all are familiar with it. Nala is now because I've been showing it to her nonstop, but they just have this really cool (laughs) collection that came out this spring so we're doing just a really modern clean kind of neutral upholstered bed okay with kind of a white oaky nightstand nice and yeah we're gonna we're gonna hardwire new sconces above the nightstands we have a really fabulous kind of grand format you know floor length kind of ornate floor mirror Uh, that I think is just going to be incredible. And like a lot of light will bounce off of that, but we're going to keep it simple and clean. We'll have some cool art. Mel already has some cool things that I think we're just going to kind of regroup and maybe do like a little gallery wall. But my favorite thing that we're going to do is this lime wash paint that I'm just won't stop talking about. Anybody who knows me is like, please stop talking about lime wash paint. (laughs) Um, But we're going to do this in Melanie's bedroom in kind of a dark, like reddish earthy brown. 
Mm. And what it does is just like the application, it kind of just makes it look like plaster. So it'll be kind of this like chalky plaster finish and this like really lovely kind of warm reddish brown shade when we're done. And Ah. I think that's going to totally transform it for sure. So we'll, we'll be posting lots of videos. Yeah, we yes. will. I'm so excited. And I feel like that mirror alone is going to transform mm-hmm. me into a legitimate Instagram influencer where That's I right. can stand and be <laughs> like, guys, here's some shoes I got at Target today. Absolutely. This is going to skyrocket you. Yeah, it is. It's, really, <laughs> it's going to change everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like between the mirror and the bed, just the fact oh. that I have a room, because there's so like, I have this like jank full length mirror that I put in my bedroom a while back just to have. And anytime I take a picture, because I have different people who'll be like, if you could get a picture of that. And I'm like, well, here's the dog beds in the background. And here's our bed that's never made and is 25 years old. So it just, it feels life-changing. So I, I can't tell wait. you how excited I am. I, I'm so excited to do it. <clears throat> Cannot wait. Okay. So I have a, a final question. Well, I have two questions because I promised David, I would ask you something, but we'll do that last. Okay. So, but here's excited. my question before that, which is this. So we have, obviously we have a lot of women who listen to our podcast. Um, this is not actually a podcast that a lot of men listen to surprisingly, <laughs> but um <laughs> But I know that, um, I mean, you have this whole design thing happening now, obviously you've got the HGTV show, you have, um, three young kids, you have a husband, um, you're working with a lot of different people, you know, who are enlisting your design services. So I think women probably naturally want to know, because as Melanie has, has mentioned this, this kind of thing feels like the real survivor, like the real life survivor thing. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you you manage it all? Like, how are you, how are you handling all the different things without like just feeling out of your mind with, with stress and anxiety? (laughs) I don't know if I am. Okay. I, uh, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm shifting, you know, I don't know. I'll, again, I try not to keep it. I feel like when I look, so the kids, you may not know this, Sophie, the kids are like all 26 months apart. There's three of them. Oh wow! And so <laughs> we had them like literally as fast as is humanly possible. So, right. and it's been so interesting as like now they're, you know, six, seven, eight, you know, this, my goal right now in this season is I just don't want to miss them. This, this is going by so fast. Um, And so, you know, I really want to, to enjoy them. So I'm trying to keep the balance, you know, like I'm trying not to let what I'm wanting to accomplish and all the things I'm wanting to do blind me from seeing, you know, the thing that really matters the most that I know at the end of my life, I'm going to care about the most, which was all this time I got with them. So, yeah, so good. um, but it, you know, I do lose, I am losing my mind. I mean, the, the season was nuts. I think I've got to, I've got to surround myself with better, with a better team. I only mm-hmm. had, <laughs> this will sound uh-huh. bad to the, I had one person <laughs> on my team and she yeah. was the best ever, but she couldn't do five roles. And so we both just got buried. So I think just building a team of people that can really help support so that yeah. we can do that. That's the, really our primary focus. You know, if we go into film, a second season would be just, you know, building the infrastructure so that nobody's losing their mind. Um, you know, cause you, you just have, you can only do it what you can do. And, yeah. 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 But so, how, so how great to learn the lessons, you know, to, to be yeah. able to look back and go, okay, here's what did not work. Here's oh, yeah. what we could do better. And to try to implement it so that it, you just get stronger and stronger at, at yeah. all the things. Absolutely. And my dad, who's a football coach, you know, I just kept calling him throughout. He was like, you know, freshman seasons are hard. Like season one, season one is always hard. You don't have your staff. You don't have a weight room. 
you know, this is just what it feels like. Like you don't even know the players, you don't even know the game. So, you know, just making it through that, you know, we feel like that was a huge Mm -hmm. accomplishment. Melanie, I feel like with Kim, you're going to have a new place to channel your pep talks. Kim, I don't know if you know this about <laughs> Melanie, but she specializes in a pep talk. She, she's a pregame speech waiting to happen. So I'm just going to say the next time, if you're feeling low it's, and you can't get in hold of your dad, Melanie yeah. can come through for well, you this, on the pep talk. That front. is ironic because I do need that right okay. now. All right, um, well, my dad I'm never in. answers anymore. So I'm going to start <laughs> well, calling you Mel. <laughs> I'm your girl. I'm your girl. I'm your girl. I'm gonna. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't make. That's right. Um, (laughs) You know. Sometimes we have to regroup. There's no I in team, Kim. That's That's what we have to remember. So it can be a little cliched, but I will come through. Yes, she will for you. I'll tell you what. This is a lifeline I didn't know about. Oh yeah, Yeah, I'm on it. Feel free to use it. Feel free to use. Okay, so here's David's question, and uh, you know this this is pure Survivor um, fandom. Love it, love it. Would you do it again? Would you do Survivor again? No. Okay. No, ma'am. I'm done. I yeah, that was a no go. I mean, maybe if I get super bored in like ten years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could get talked back into it. It was so hard the second time. Uh, partially just being away from the kids, but also just like, I don't know, like the first time I don't remember this, the second time I I was sleeping in the dirt when I'm out there. Um, Uh and I would have to dig a little hole to put my hip bone in, you know, so that it wasn't like grinding. It's just little things like that. Like I was just, I did realize how uncomfortable it was more the second time. Mm. So it just sounds delightful to dig a hole to put your hip bone in, (laughs) you know, so that you could sleep on your side. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that really puts anyway. my pillowcase situation <laughs> into perspective that really I remember yeah. and this is that's before I really knew you or we were just casual acquaintances but I remember that Brian flew I guess halfway mm-hmm. around the world with the kids who were tiny and I remember yes. thinking well that's the real reality show right there I can't even imagine yeah. No, that the behind the scenes of that family trip, like would never be aired. I think it just <laughs> looked horrible. you know, it looks terrible. You know, the kids as they were like ripping the kids off their parents and they're screaming. I mean, it was, oh. that was wild. And then my sister, my sweet sister flew to Fiji with Brian, you know, never to be on camera, just to like help hold a, a you know, another baby. And yeah, oh my that gosh. was very special for the family. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Bonding time, bonding time. Okay. Well, we are so excited. So the show y'all is called why the heck did I buy this house? It premieres March 30th, correct? It does. Yeah. Eight central. So, okay. Eight central. It's so good. Y'all are going to love it. You're going to love Kim. I also have to say, y'all know how I love clothes and Kim is also a great dresser. Uh, And so I love a show where you can enjoy the, the styling and you can also enjoy the fashion. That's my perfect kind of home show. So Uh I'm super excited about that too. The full scope. Thanks Mel. Mm -hmm. You're so welcome, Kim. I mean, okay. Y'all are the best. This was so much fun. Well, it has been delightful for us to talk to you. So we thank you a bunch and we can't wait to see the show and, and Melanie's bedroom and her matching comforter situation. That's right. Me too. I can't wait to show you what we do. Yeah. Stay tuned. All right. right. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for being on. Bye y'all. Bye.